1: Hey, everyone. Real quick before we start the show, I wanted to give another shout out for an amazing podcast called The Murder Mafia. I definitely love this podcast, and I have to say I've been binging them for quite a while. The content is amazing. The stories they cover, they're ones that you probably haven't heard of before. They do cover a lot of murder cases involving children, and they cover it very respectfully, and they do an amazing job with each of the stories covered. So definitely give them a listen if you are obsessed like us with anything dark, creepy, and true crime related. Again, it's the Murder Mafia. Link down below. Give them some dark love.
2: Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: for tuning back into the depth of darkness the podcast that dives deep and all things dark and wrong in this world we're your hosts i'm mandy
2: and i'm retired major huge ass coming at you in your face
1: (laughs) that was extra spectacular just uh (laughs) coming up to the fourth of july all in your face my fm
2: voice that time (laughs) mandy
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes, you do have a good radio voice. You, sh- you know, you're perfect for this <laughs> podcast. I love it. I dig it. So, welcome. Outstanding. Fabulous. Welcome to today's episode, everybody. Woo! All right. So, this is a very mm. controversial one, but we're bringing it to you, and we're bringing it to you real hard. <laughs> so,
2: right in your face. You know, you're gonna
1: take it all in, giggity. But if you if you guys haven't heard of this, I'm sorry. You're gonna you're gonna know about it now, and it might pertain to you. It might not. It might, I don't know, but take it all in, digest it like we had to, and make your own assumptions. So today, we will be discussing, I am going to say they're pretty creepy, <laughs> uh, concepts, and they're sure to make you question the intentions of basically the people in control, what we want to call, what we're going to say from fence, th- what's the word I'm thinking of? From f- henceforth. fence, henceforth, henceforth yes, <laughs> f- fenceforth, yes. whatever that means.
2: <laughs> fenceforth. <laughs>
1: from fenceforth called the elites (laughs) quote-unquote yeah (laughs) shut the eyes up mandy get to the damn point (laughs) okay the elites that's enough
2: out of you (laughs) all right
1: sorry that was a tongue twister for me apparently um but what we're going to be discussing today is project Bluebeam and h-a-a-r-p harp and there's a bunch of periods in there which by the title you already know this so without further ado and to distract you from my rambling, let's start off with this roller coaster ride of darkness. Let's plummet down into the conspiracy theory of Project Bluebeam. That's numero uno. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make you so nervous, you're just going to be ripping ass all through this episode. <laughs> yeah,
2: things are going to be happening. <laughs> just
1: dropping some Lincoln logs. Uh, yeah. Okay, so first off, One thing I want to point out, this was actually extremely hard to find information on Project Bluebeam that had actual concrete information on it. When I searched it in Google, now, I want to point out, we all know that Google, it's a very large corporation, it controls a lot of things, and it's controlled by, quote unquote, the elitists. So, doesn't it seem kind of convenient that a conspiracy theory that points out their apparent plans, it, it basically puts them on blast, it would hide certain... Articles, certain information about this conspiracy, whether it's conspiracy or fact, that's going to be up to you guys. Um, Project (laughs) Bluebeam,
2: what the hell is that? I haven't heard of that before. what the
1: frick is You won't
2: find any information for that around here.
1: Yeah, not on Google because, you know, they keep it hidden, 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 hidden. So it's just kind of suspicious. But so what is Project Bluebeam, you might ask? You're like, Mandy, you're giving me tons of information, but I still have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So what it is, get ready for it. It's a conspiracy theory that suggests that the elites, or quote-unquote New World Order, I'm sure you've heard of that before, New World Order, they plan on using high-definition holographic technology to portray a second coming of Christ. So many Christians believe that Jesus will return. That's their Messiah. And they believe that he will return in a second coming to rule over Earth. But the conspiracy, it basically notes that the elites want to control the masses yeah, you know, they already control a lot, but they want to control us even further, all of us. They want to control everybody. And they want to portray basically the Antichrist as the actual Christ, the Christian Christ. Yeah. Hence leading the Christian flocks astray from their God. So that's basically what the New World Order's got planned with Project Bluebeam. So many Christians they may actually believe this. <laughs> they may unknowingly falsely follow if this is true. Again, it's a conspiracy. A lot of them might be fooled by it because they do believe in a messiah. They believe in Jesus Christ. That's their savior. And the fact that we have such advanced technology today, I mean, we really do. We're super advanced. Not as much as we could be, but we are. That we can project such realistic looking holograms. I mean, have you seen those? And this might even be from a few decades ago, but of Tupac. You you remember the rapper Tupac? You bet. They actually have holographic Uh, images of him, you know, dancing and singing on stage, but it's all a hologram, but it looks real. It looks so real.
2: I actually heard that the hologram's better than Tupac.
1: Damn. (laughs) Why does he sound so much better? He's looking great. Yeah,
2: shit, I would have paid for this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is so much better. But I mean, based on that, just seeing how advanced technology is and how far we've came and where we could be in just a few years, I mean, I can definitely see how a lot of people might be deceived. If something like this did happen so it's a creepy concept to to consider if if this is reality if it could happen um it's pretty creepy and it's also creepy it's scary to think that a group of alleged powerful beings the elites could be planning to use all that innovative technology to fool so many people and it would essentially if this was real it would fool a lot of people But to revert back, let's go back to the origins of the theory and dive into how the conspiracy actually came to be, where it originated. Yeah. In 1994, a man by the name of Serge Manast, a French-Canadian journalist, poet, and conspiracy theorist, released a work titled, quote-unquote, Project Blue Beam, and then in parentheses, NASA. We all know what NASA is, don't we? Yes, we do.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> yes, we do. And... In his work, he disclosed basically this proposed theory about Project Bluebeam. That's where he got its name. It was from him. (laughs) In the publication, he claimed that NASA, with the help of the UN, were preparing to unleash the project, which he coined the term Project Bluebeam, simply because the project would be utilizing extremely advanced, high-tech holograms in front of masses of people in an attempt to fool them of a second coming. So many conspiracy theorists believe that this will be an attempt to implement a new world religion. So again, new world order, new world religion. They want to control everything and basically bring everything singular rather than having multitudes of religions, multitude, you know, a large variety of politics, political affiliations. They want to make everything one thing, one entity. Forget about
2: freedom, people.
1: Yeah, they want to take all that away. And that's what this conspiracy basically is they're going to basically abolish all other religions. It's going to be that one main religion ruled under the New World Order. And basically at the pinnacle of this one religion will be the Antichrist as their leader. So through the simulated images, the trickery, what have you, (laughs) the Antichrist will be portrayed as the Christian's Christ to fool many unsuspecting followers. So again, leading the sheep astray, if you will. Now, there are many people who do actually believe this theory, but there are also many who don't. And one point I wanted to mention that when I read about Project Bluebeam, it just kind of made me snicker a little bit, I'll be honest, is that... Have you seen the new movie Spider-Man Far From Home? No. No. I'm a big Marvel fan. I'm sorry. I like DC too, for all you DC fans out there, but Marvel's my go-to. And in that... There's a character called Mysterio. And basically what that character does is he uses holographic images to fool all these people. I think it starts in like Britain and the Czech Republic and Prague and Italy, just all over Europe, because that's where Spider Man and his classmates are staying on in a broad trip and this character at first you see you think he's a good person and he's playing the good guy fighting off all these evil monsters these elemental creatures that are attacking these civilians and it's all just holographic images to fool the people so they were thinking they were being attacked by these monsters you know monsters of fire monsters of earth monsters of air all these different types of fiends, and it was all just manipulation it was all just a holographic image and smoke and mirrors. (laughs) So it made me think of that movie when I saw it as like, is this movie, you know, was this movie portraying the future or was it just, you know, playing off of the conspiracy kind of, you know, people were so fooled by it, Yes, but it was literally just a holographic image. There was no truth to it. But one thing I did want to mention kind of, I mentioned this to you previously, who was on a side note to the reminding me of Spider-Man is I do kind of think that this theory, and I didn't dive deep into Serge Manast, was he was he a Christian himself?
2: Not sure about that. There has been talk about this being used for not just um, the second coming, mm-hmm. but also uh, to illustrate like a fake UFO invasion and all mm-hmm. sorts of things to try and gain control of the masses, you know? Yeah. Uh,
1: I have heard of that, so. yeah. where. Where people apparently see things in the sky and stuff, yeah, you know,
2: yeah, there and have that, been incidences. I know there was one over China where, um, uh, was it last year or the year before where they saw like it looked like castles in the clouds? Ooh. It was <laughs> very, if very only strange, it was so
1: real. <laughs> if only it was real, yeah, yeah, it looked real. That'd be cool. Well, mm-hmm. the other thing that that makes me think of is. It, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but online there's video footage and images of people like people who believe in the simulation theory where there's a glitch in the matrix and they see these plane like these aircrafts just sitting still in the sky. They're not moving. They're just sitting there. And people try and come up with all these theories about it. They try and debunk it, but it's it's still just it's just sitting there. It's not moving. Why is it just sitting there? It's, and there's a plane flying right past it. It's literally just sitting there. <laughs> and yeah, maybe f- flying
2: th- through a time warp or something. Yeah, is yeah. it
1: a glitch in the matrix? Did we go into a you know a black hole? Is it holographic image? I don't know. But there you go. <laughs> maybe think of that too. But yeah, um, this theory, this conspiracy theory. One thing I wanted to mention is that it seems to only be pointing, I know you just mentioned that it could be used for other things to just basically a, a tool to control the masses, but when it comes to this specific concept of, you know, the apparent second coming and all that, it seems like it's only geared towards the Abrahamic religions, you know, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, it's not really geared towards any of the other religions in the world. And I actually did Google it. There's about 4,200 religions in the world. (laughs) That's a lot. Wow. That's a lot. I think
2: when you combine Judaism with Christianity...
1: They're different, uh, though.
2: That would be the the total masses that believe in those two religions Mm -hmm. would far outnumber all the other religions.
1: Well, I I I know Christianity is like the biggest religion. Second, followed by Islam. And then I don't know what follows after that. There's Hinduism, there's Buddhism. Those are two big ones as well. And yeah, I just wanted to point that out that that seems kind of odd that, you know, why, why would they want to use that type of technology to fool people? I mean, maybe because like you said, between Judaism and Christianity, there is such a large amount of followers that they would fool many. But I don't know, you know,
2: and they will fool people with it. I mean, it's yeah. going to seem scary and frightening, and you know all these other things. But mm-hmm. that's what it's all about—is just basically mind control, and uh, that's basically all it is. is they want people to yeah. lose their—they want control. Yeah,
1: yeah. Seems like we're already starting to lose some of that freedom. Just uh, yeah, <laughs> throwing that little nugget out there. <laughs> but... Oh, hey!
2: Uh, by the way. Uh, just in from the news desk. You can hear me shuffling through these papers. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I just like to say this fresh in from the news desk. When a male octopus finds a mate, he rips off his penis and throws it at the female so she can inseminate herself. Then the male grows a new penis. If that isn't the most epic way to tell someone to go fuck themselves, I don't know what is. Back to you, manny. <laughs>
1: What does that have to do with what we're talking about? I don't know, it just came
2: out of the news desk
1: here. <laughs> what? Yeah, see, before we recorded this, everybody, Hugh told me he told me we had something special. <laughs> and I had no idea it had to do with octopuses.
2: Oh, just say it. Octopus It's a hard concept for some people to grasp, so to speak. <laughs>
1: I wonder if men do that too. They get so. Oh, you know, hey, hey if we could. at women to inseminate them. Take that.
2: <laughs> and then we'd fall to the yeah, Frank, fall to yeah. the ground in a heap and bleed to death. I guess would be the next.
1: <laughs> well, no, yeah. if they're like octopuses, they'll just grow it back.
2: Yeah, <laughs> good as new. I wonder if John Bobbitt ever did that.
1: Well, <laughs> well, he is Frank and penis, so it's possible.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't
1: look that up, anybody. Who knows? Don't. don't. What were we talking about? Don't look before the, <laughs> before the news Beam. desk
2: rudely interrupted.
1: <laughs> yeah, damn you, stupid admins. <laughs> but yeah, so back to Project Bluebeam. Long story short, it is definitely a creepy conspiracy and it really makes you question things. And I mean, it may or may not have any validity to it. It all depends on what you guys believe. It's It's completely subjective and it's regardless if it's real or not, if it ever could happen, you know whatever the elites decide to use this tool as, it's still creepy to think that first off that elites even exist, that they control everything, and second, it's creepy to think that they want to control each and every one of us and basically take away all of our freedoms and treat us.: Good like luck
2: with that, by cattle. the way.
1: Yeah, we're just we're, we're nothing like uh, some good old livestock
2: luck <laughs> <sighs> yeah, good, good luck with that.:
1: Yeah, you bastards.
2: Hey, I got a grievance <laughs> over here. Yeah. <laughs> stick it, stick it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Mandy told you one story, and let me tell you about another little thing that's even more unbelievable. Yes. High-frequency active auroral research program, otherwise known as H-A-A-R-P. Harp. Otherwise known as HARP.
1: Harp. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: Today we go to Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia... And it explains the high-frequency active aurora research program, HARP, in parentheses, was initiated by an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, TARPA. In parentheses. <laughs> it was designed and built by BAE Advanced Technologies. Its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. Surveillance. Ah. As a university-owned facility, Take HARP run. is a high-powered, high-frequency transmitter used for the study of ionosphere. Of the ionosphere. Sorry.
1: You talk so fast, you're just rattling off those rhymes. I can't yes. keep up with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the most prominent instrument at HARP is the ionospheric research instrument IRI in parentheses, yeah. a high-power radio frequency transmitter facility operating in the high frequency HF in parentheses band. The IRI is used to temporarily excite a limited area of the ionosphere. Other instruments such as a VHF and a UHF radar, a fluxgate magnetometer, a digisond which is, in parentheses, an ionospheric-sounding device, and an induction magnetometer, which are used to study the physical processes that occur in the excited region. Excited. Uh, This is starting to sound a little perverted here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bluebeam is getting excited. (laughs) What?
2: Work on the Harp facility began in 1993. That's during the Clinton administration, for all you keeping score. Mm -hmm. The current working IRI was completed in 2007 its prime contractor was BAE Systems Advanced Technologies As of 2008, HARP had incurred around $250 million in tax-funded construction and operating costs Mm -hmm. In May 2014, it was announced that HARP program would be permanently shut down later in the year After discussions between the parties, ownership of the facility and its equipment was transferred to the University of Alaska Fairbanks in August 2015 Okay, harp is a target of conspiracy theorists who claim that it is capable of weaponizing weather. Commentators and scientists say that advocates of this theory are uninformed, as claims made fall well outside the abilities of the facility, if not the scope of natural science.
1: How do they control the weather, first off?
2: Well, by exciting the ionosphere.
1: They excite it, okay, they're getting it all worked up. (laughs)
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Now
2: here's a little here's a little uh, snippet from GeoengineeringWatch.org. Okay. HARP, the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, is a geophysical weapon so powerful it is a weapon of mass destruction. Damn. And once again, <laughs> that's the opening line from GeoengineeringWatch.org. That's kind of re- a respected outfit. Okay. Yeah uh-huh and uh, whereas wikipedia was saying it you know was nothing okay harp is the only one among many such installations across the globe's super darn highway oh. d-a-r-n capitalized an array of high frequency radars now covering most of the northern and southern hemispheres okay this weapon has been a secret due to national security. Well, I don't even know mm. if we should be talking about it, but it is on the internet.
1: So. Yeah, it's on the World Wide Web. Take a gander.
2: Yeah, it is out there. So it basically, what I want people to understand is, while one publication or site is saying, no, nah, that can't be, you got this other side that's really respected.
1: Yeah, Wikipedia and, uh, can be edited by basically anybody, if I'm not mistaken. So, I yeah, mean, anybody yeah. could have gone in there and be like, I'm going to say it's fake, even if it is legit
2: day. Right.
1: Trying so, to, you know,
2: in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Let, no, let's just be-bop on over to globalresearch.ca. Cool. Okay.
1: Mhm.
2: Harp secret weapon used for weather modification, electromagnetic warfare. <laughs> okay. Dang. I that guess the that tech. takes the uh the, the suspense out of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and basically it goes through and I'm not going to read it word for word because I know how bored people get with my reading. <laughs> or, if they can even decipher what I'm saying
1: yeah. um,
2: but basically, what this is is a facility up in Alaska uh it messes with the atmosphere through uh high frequencies,
1: mm-hmm. okay,
2: and when they say excites I, I'm sure they're meeting the atoms and all that up there, they're messing with it, and basically, when you have rain and storms and all those sorts of things uh there's a lot of chemical reactions electrical reactions going on in the atmosphere and this type of an instrument supposedly i wasn't there but supposedly Mm -hmm. it can mimic that Mm. it can mimic hurricanes or tornadoes Uh. or floods by causing tsunamis and stuff like that now you could see where that might be a problem for (laughs) other nations uh you get you can understand that that you know, why Why go to war when you could just build up some sort of tsunami and wipe somebody out, mm-hmm. you know? Ugh. And uh, that is really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you could take a trip to McDonald's, hit a button, and all of a sudden, some country is just begging for their lives.
1: Yeah, they're just being and... annihilated by a hurricane or something. <laughs> yeah, that's funny,
2: but I mean... It's not. The, the e, it's like a remote control war, mm-hmm. you know? and uh i think people people better understand that these these types of things have been worked on for years and years and years this probably predates Ronald Reagan you know this research and i mean if they instituted project bluebeam in the 93 i think it said mm-hmm. uh they were probably working on it for 25 30 years before that maybe even longer mm. so you're looking at at stuff that may have begun in the 50s uh That's been hidden. The technology's been hidden. And it's there, and it's a danger. And it's very weird. This this subject matter comes up now because, let's just say, there's been a lot of talk about EMPs, electromagnetic pulse, okay? Mm -hmm. They say that one of those, uh, such as some sort of weapon, detonating a weapon in a certain part of the atmosphere, could black out our whole electric grid. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ugh. if that happened, people would be at the mercy of the government to come take care of them. <laughs> and you know how big America is, and how many people there are, and, and it'd be just crazy. Yeah, you saw what happened in Puerto Rico a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, just magnify that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so they could gain control of the people that way, or they could gain control of the land that way. There's all sorts of odd situations that could arise from such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to know that these things really exist, and there are links to these places, is there not, Mandy?
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing them out there. People can read this for themselves. They sure as hell don't want to take my word for it. Cause, uh, you know. <laughs>
1: it's huge jazz. <ass. laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, Sorry, I
1: was glazed over there for a bit. I was zoning out. (laughs) Uh, That's right.
2: Um, So basically, what I can say to you is, and I'm always reaching out and being helpful. I'm a helpful kind of guy. Uh, Yes. (laughs) There are these things known as Faraday cages. Uh, Basically, a Faraday cage is a place where you would store electronics in case something like that pulse weapon happened. Mm -hmm. If you had one of these... Uh, homemade cages, which basically, and I kid you not, it's so uncomplicated. It's just basically storing things in a cardboard box and <laughs> then putting foil around it, all completely around it.
1: What? And like that foil would protect hats? It. Like if you put foil, yes, like those people? <laughs> that would protect.
2: that would protect some people's brains. But a Faraday cage... Uh, which is like a box mm-hmm. would just be used to protect radios and that kind mm-hmm. of
1: thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
2: and that is like I said, it's just a box. Seal things in a box and you wrap that thing in foil, and boom, your stuff is safe. And it's a nice, it's a nice way to make sure that in case something weird happens. And believe me, weird stuff is happening all over the country right now. Damn story. <laughs> <laughs> You're protected. You, nice. You'll have a source of information. You know, if the power grid goes out, let's just say it did, mm-hmm. there'd be no more internet. There'd be no television. We would all be just no... be
1: lost. We wouldn't be able yeah. to do podcasts well, anymore. That would suck.
2: Well, <laughs> right. But that, okay. So the there is one the worries, upside. Though. There is an upside to the whole thing. You wouldn't have to listen to us drone on. Yeah. But.
1: All the hospitals uh, you know, would be down. Uh, everything would be down. You know everything. That yeah, everything would go back on... to basically
2: seventy years ago. You know, ugh. ugh. Be like the day the Earth stood still. That would suck. Where Michael Rennie stops everything in its tracks. Yeah. And uh, understand that this is an easy way to make sure you have a radio, uh, in case just so you have a way to get information. mm
1: Hmm. Stay in touch. And with you know, the I really
2: don't have much more to go on than that as far as these things because if I keep talking about HARP, mm-hmm. I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And Listen it's so me, outlandish. <laughs> but it's actually, it's talked about as a fact in these. These mm-hmm. well-known respected organizations.
1: Right, so make so you think like, maybe it is legit. And yeah, it's
2: it kind of is there.
1: Yeah, it's and there. And we want to discla- make a little disclaimer here everybody. Don't come at us if you don't agree with these theories. Yeah. We don't we're not saying we agree with these. These are conspiracy yeah. theories that we are putting before you for you to consume. <laughs> Doesn't mean yeah. we believe them in any cons- any sense of the word. Not even close, but if they are, in fact, real and not just conspiracy theories, now hypothetical, if, if they are, that's so terrifying and it's creepy. And, you know, don't, don't get offended if, you know, you don't agree with these because we're not saying we, we believe in these either. Don't, don't think we believe in these simply because we're talking about them. We're just bringing light to them. Right. We're bringing light to this dark, creepy concept. That's what we do. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to bring you this little bit of information and take with it what you will. That's that's what we're here for. So,
2: check out the links. Check out the yeah, links.
1: Ta- yeah, definitely take a look at the links down below. We include everything down in the description as well as our socials. Go check those out too. Wink, wink. <laughs> Throw that in there. Um, but yeah, everything's down below. Take a look at it. You know, de- decipher for yourself. Fall down that rabbit hole. You know that conspiracy theories are fun to talk about because whether they're real or not, whether there's any validity to them at all, they're still fun to talk about. You know, yeah. it's still fun to ponder.
2: If nothing else, you could make fun of them.
1: Yeah, let's make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are outlandish. Yeah. So, But on that note, everybody, yes, we've came to a close. So you're entering into the exit of our podcast. But yeah. that means you need to dive deep into our closing statements. Goodbye. So without further ado... If you love our show and want to support The Dark Cause, then it'd be great if you could leave us a rating or review on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcast.
2: Got that right.
1: That's the only ones I know of that actually have options where you can leave reviews. But if there's more, uh, go ahead and leave them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll not only make us feel like winners, because we are winners. We know we are. But we want to know that you know it. <laughs> what? But if you guys leave us reviews, it not only makes us feel really good, like real good, but it also helps oh, others yeah. find the podcast. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> gonna...
2: Oh, that's better.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm gonna impose a fart right there.
2: Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, on, gosh. be professional, damn it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this all in. Everybody's gonna yeah. get this. <laughs> In all of our glory. But it'll not only help us, but it'll also help others find our podcast. So it's a win-win for everybody. It's amazing. You bet. So leave us a review. It's awesome. But if you guys also want to shower us with even more support, you know, even go past those reviews.
2: Just support. Nothing else.
1: Yeah. But you'll also get exclusive access to additional content and a crap ton of other incentives. You should consider becoming a patron and dive deep into the abyss of darkness. Yeah, That's our patron for anybody who is just tuning in
2: Feed the Become Machine.
1: A yes. And the link for that is down below so go give it a look. But until next time everybody, that's it. That's all for today. We're signing out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.